other way I get. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 156. Today's topic is what should you include in your WordPress maintenance. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. We're going to start with Russell. Russell, tell us about yourself. Hi, my name is Russell Aaron, lead organizer of WordCamp Vegas, and I started a support company in 2012 called Geek Street WP, which I later sold to somebody smarter than myself. Nice. <laughs> Congrats. Thank you. Stuff. Sarah, what about you? Hi, my name is Sarah. I am the production manager at Zeke Interactive. I also run the uh, design meetup of the Orange County WordPress group. Um, but we are not weaning tonight, so tonight isn't our normal night because uh, we have not put together the new Zeke office yet. Steve is still putting together all the IKEA boxes, right? No, no, assembling, just, assembling IKEA furniture as we speak. No, that, that just means that he hasn't hung up his Kramer poster yet. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> this water cooler episode is brought to you by IKEA. <laughs> say, what about you? Say, say, say is my name. Uh, say, read. Hi, hi. How are you? I do stuff with WordPress. Make WordPress. Teach WordPress. WordPress. Love WordPress. Can pronounce WordPress. Super awesome skill I have. I am reopening my bookstore. Woo! Awesome. On October 23rd, if you are local, hit me up on the tweeters at Say Read Media and then come on down. My sister and I will be performing. And I'll be talking about that a lot for the next two weeks. So. Is it called Reopen? It's called Open. Up Again. No, it's just called <laughs> Open. Open is the name of the bookstore. It's Open the Bookstore. Awesome. Steve. I give you a website, but it's not up yet. So. What about you? <laughs> I am Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me, Jason Tucker, on Twitter. I blog over at WPmedia.pro. So let's talk a little bit about maintenance. You know, Steve and I were kind of trying to figure out what we're going to actually talk about here regarding maintenance. I wasn't and helping last night, by the way. I was I'm not helping at all. About this topic. And and Steve's always the one that comes up with the really great topics. So Steve, how do you how do you want to focus this? <laughs> so actually, this came out of the meetup on Monday night uh, when somebody asked, you know, what constitutes maintenance, and we had an hour long discussion about what would be included in maintenance. So I was thinking we could start there. What okay. is maintenance I, I, according to Wikipedia? I, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I have something to say about this. Okay. This is a really important topic, um, and I think this is something that is, is uh, often goes by the wayside, especially for DIY folks or for folks who buy a website from somebody, basically have a developer do it, and then don't stay in touch with them, and then they just operate and think it's going to just operate forever. I just had a client who recently did that. They um, hadn't been back to the SPDC in like two years, and of course they come back because uh, their site's been hacked and blacklisted. And because I'm a skater, um, but also uh, because they hadn't done their updates and stuff. So um, I think it's just really important because actually bad things can happen. What? Yeah. It's not just like, this is not a victimless crime. <laughs> so you should switch your uh, website hosting to one of the other hosts that are from that same parent company. <laughs> yeah, that'll How about work. small orange? Go go with that one. Let's try that one this time. Or even a site five five site five site five site. Anyway, the point is, I just think it's important. Um, 
because I don't think that people realize that it's not a set it and forget it type of deal. Yeah. Like what yeah. what I'm increasingly discovering, like I mean I've been I've been out of freelancing for a minute here since I started working at Zeke. Um, and you know, there, a lot of a lot of the people I was working with didn't replace me. And you know, I, I'm still I'm still helping where I can. Just for the record, they can't actually Oh, well you're very you're very kind. However, um, you know, it's there there have been a lot of a lot of hacks. Like a lot, like like there was one where I was I would actually have been impressed at how extensively the site was hacked if I wasn't so annoyed. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I'm like, wow, this is, this is great. They they really put some work into this. So um, for the record, though, just on the subject of hacking, uh, HostGator recommended to the client uh, that they use SiteLock to clean the the thing. SiteLock kept coming, kept sending her email saying it's been cleaned. And then the next day, I'd be like, it's infected again. It's been cleaned. It's infected again. And I was like, this is bad. Um, sounds like Steam things. Um, can we just say Sakuri or nothing when it comes to that? Can yes. Yeah. So I rec she she got her money back from SiteLock. I recommended Sakuri. And I just checked the site, actually. And that was like on Saturday. And I just checked the site this morning. Not blacklisted. Back up. Everything's groovy sauce balls. And that's because Sakuri. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. So, so let's. So okay. Let's talk about. Let's talk about basic maintenance, right? So yeah. the things you're talking about right now, the site's getting hacked probably because um, some some files were outdated, right? Mm -hmm. Core files were outdated. Plugins were outdated. JavaScript. We had right. a old Gravity Forms that I don't think she had updated. Okay. And there was a big Gravity Forms. Uh, hole somewhere in the past year or so, if I remember correctly. So, so the first thing to list but, under maintenance, there's a basic, basic maintenance. We're talking about core WordPress updates, yep. plugin updates, theme updates. Correct. Okay? Mm -hmm. Although I, I think theme updates would go, well, you said them last, so, yeah. Well, you going to say they go last? Yeah. Because that wasn't in order, in any sort of order. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, core and plugins tend to be the most tr problematic. That's where I've seen most of the problems. I haven't seen a lot of old, unless you have like some crazy like you know theme from ThemeForest or whatever. Or if it's a custom theme where there's JavaScript that hasn't been updated and somebody finds a way in from there. Or yeah, but but the yeah, most. But a lot of plugins have conflicts because the theme is causing the conflict. So you almost want to update the theme first before you do your plugins. But you want to do this all on a test side, well, of course. So, talk about so that. let's let's not talk about the how. Let's let's focus on the what for a minute, okay? Okay. Let's talk, right. about, let's talk about the how in a minute. So, for, I like for, when you see this, Steve. <laughs> Steve keeping us on track. So, <laughs> we've talked about from a basic level those those three things, right? Keeping those things up there. Yeah. As a contractor, is that or a freelancer? Is that up to you? Is that up to the host? Who does those things? Who performs that maintenance? Who's paying for it? That's what I'm saying. Who's, yeah. Who's, who's paying, paying for it? Am, am, I, am I throwing it in? Or is the customer going to be paying me to do it? Or are we paying extra to the web host and the web host is going to do it? Or do we pick a really good web host and the web host does it for us? There's all those types of variables here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important, though, to have a plan for that. Like, if, if you're the user and you think that your person's just going to update stuff without telling you, they're not. Well, just, you know, no one's going to, like, sneak into your back end and update. 
I hate it. I hate it when somebody sneaks into my back end. So is there an actual host that will update your plugins? Yeah. Like, I, I know yeah. The, <laughs> There's a few I, of them, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like, it's like Dream, like DreamHost will do it. Yeah, Pagely will do it. WP Engine will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had I've never had WP Engine update my plugins. I've had them tell me you like lived. You haven't lived. <laughs> apparently, no. Like, like I've gotten the emails that says like, "Hey, your Tim thumbs out of whatever," or we noticed that you've had a, an older version of Gravity Forms. You should not be getting any emails to say anything about Tim thumbs. I just I don't. What year is it? <laughs> I get them all. I get them all the time. But but regardless, it's I've I've never had them say, "Hey, there's an update for whatever gallery plugin." Like, would you like us to run it? I've never had them email me that before. I didn't know that was yeah, an option. They just they just wrote you off a long time ago. Okay. All right. So so let's talk about other patches that might be included in maintenance, and that's server patches. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay, forget for beyond WordPress. Beyond, beyond WordPress, we're talking about things like Apache, Nginx, um, you know, Varnish, any of those types of things you might be doing on the server. PHP version. What's that? PHP version. PHP I had a client. version, your MySQL version, the, all those server type of updates. I had a client whose uh, uh, server automatically updated their PHP and it broke everything. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. It happens, and we, you know, in the last version of WordPress or two versions of WordPress ago, they made a major MySQL update, right? So if your MySQL right. is out of date, that causes that causes issues, correct? Yeah. Right. And the thing is, is that people that run websites are not systems administrators usually, so they're not they're not the ones that are like, oh, let me just go in here and and you know run some updates, core. You know, their web server or their LAMP stack or their whatever stack. So it's like, that's that's the scary part. Is it's you know you got to hire somebody who knows what the heck they're doing, or um, or use a host that that does those for you automatically. <laughs> right. Or hire a um. I I actually really like this setup of using a cheaper host and getting a company like WP Sitecare or this new one. Uh, oh, it starts with a C. Crave Curve Curve. Courtesy? I don't know. I'll think about it in a second. Zoology? <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's a C word. Hip hop anonymous? <laughs> it's a C word, guys. Use your imagination. <laughs> um, that's so the NS. WP curve? WP. We're talking about WP curve, right? Yeah, I like their prices a lot. And the cool thing is, so you hire those guys, you pay them a monthly thing, and not only do you get. They they keep your stuff updated, which is which is awesome. Also maintain, which is now part of the web dev land. Um, but they keep your stuff updated, and super double bonus is that you get a little bit of support, which I think for the DIY folks is really helpful because if sometimes it's not often, but maybe once a month or every other month you have a question, and if you don't have a developer on tap, um, or if your developer doesn't answer you for two weeks, you can just ask them, and that's included. And I think that's really cool. So well, w, okay, now WP Sitecare and WP Curve, are they gonna make they gonna make server updates for me? They're gonna make Apache updates and database updates and things, you know, MySQL updates, things like that. I don't do think they do. Server running in your closet or what's that? MySQL updates? I don't. Server updates? I don't know. Well, no, I, don't, really... I don't think they're going to, Steve. I don't. I don't think, so. I, I don't think no. they're going to go that far. I don't even think maintain would go that far, and and those guys that maintain are phenomenal. I I don't think they're going to do server updates. What update. they will do is they'll tell you if there's a problem, and if they update your stuff and it's not compatible, they'll put it back, 
which is really pretty dope sauce. Yeah, but that's just that's just as useful as an app telling me that Apache's out, but I still have no one to go fix it. Well, no, because you don't. If you're hosted somewhere, you don't have to update your own Apache. You just call the host. Fair enough, fair okay, enough. or they just update it themselves. That's not something you have to actually manually do most of the time. Sure, update okay. your Apache and your Apache and your SQL. You just have to manually make sure that your install vibes with that. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah. what about so what about database maintenance? What like like doing optimizes and database repair, table yes. repairs, and that sort of thing? Yes. I mean, Manage WP. Slow queries. I, I would just start dropping tables left and right. So you heard it here on the, on the water cooler. If, you, if, if you're looking for money that's higher Russ, this way not the business anymore. Manage, I haven't had a whole lot of experience using it, but Manage WP has a little function that tells you if there are things in your database that could be optimized, and you, you they'll do it. Okay. But, sure. I mean, I think it's up to you then to make sure that you've added a dev server to, uh, to your Manage WP install so that you're not just doing this stuff on live. Sure. Okay. Uh, oh. the, there, there is a plugin. It's like Optimize Database or Optimize DB, and I, th I think Cloudflare has one as well. And but that's not going to go through and like tell you, hey, you don't need this table. It's just going to go get rid of unnecessary things they think is not necessary. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't want to just like willy nilly go in there and start dropping tables, as you said. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you really shouldn't go in your database at all unless you know what's happening in there. Yeah. Otherwise, you should stay the f dogs out of there. Which is why you should use a plugin to do that sort of thing. Where if you need to just you know optimize the database, you click it. No, well, wait, 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 come on, wait. To be to be fair, you should not use a plugin all the time. You should only use it sporadically because if you leave a plugin that connects to your database and then someone hacks your site, you just gave them the keys to your database. So you shouldn't okay. leave you shouldn't leave that installed and running all the time. That's true. Well, I mean, theoretically, if somebody has hacked your site, they can just get into your WP config file and they have the keys to your database there too. However, correct. But um, but exploiting a plugin is a lot easier than getting into that so, WP config. So, Go ahead, Steve. Go so back on the maintenance train for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you you brought up databases. I you did. too, baby. You too. No, I, I, did. I, I just I just want to remind people that like like it's very important to to have a backup and it's very important to be secure. But when you leave and when you leave a plugin that physically touches your database installed and activated, like you could potentially have a risk down the road. It's the bad touch. I have, I have a question. I didn't say Steve. it. I didn't say it. Yes, Steve, sir. I have a question for you specifically. Well, suddenly I felt like we were on you can't do that in television. Okay. Um what how how often would you recommend, or in what cases do you think that it is necessary to optimize one's database depends or maintain what, one's database? It depends what's happening to the site. It depends what the problem is. So I think, so I'm asking, does, does all of this stuff fall under a maintenance contract, right? My clients would say yes. Right? Yeah. Something's wrong. So your clients with would say everything, including like updating and all of the new content, falls under maintenance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And if they want to pay that, for it, a plus. And that's where this and that's where this question came from. Is you know what constitutes maintenance? I think everybody's a little bit different, right? Yeah. Some people, some smaller shops or some freelancers, think of maintenance as I'm going to update core. 
I'm going to keep plugins updated. That, that's that's one level of maintenance. Our level of maintenance is more. Something goes wrong with the site, we'll take care of it. We're just we're here to take care of anything that goes wrong, and that includes all the stuff that we're talking about. But so your maintenance contract is, is is way more in the dollar range. Uh, yes. We also will build new features as part of maintenance. So that was my yeah. next question: is is does that fall under maintenance? No. Right? Building new features. Maintenance, by definition, if you had read the definition, Steve. Um, I, have keeping... I, have, <laughs> so, I have it up here. I have it up here on Wikipedia. Maybe, maybe we have it. to freaking read it. Maybe we <laughs> basically, it's like maintenance is keeping the system as is running, not adding new stuff. Because adding new stuff is, by definition, adding new stuff. Wikipedia says <laughs> software <laughs> maintenance in software engineering is the modification of a software product after delivery to correct faults, to improve performance, or other attributes. That doesn't say anything right. about functionality. It does not. So it says in, fixing in, things. In, in 2012, when I started doing support, it was specifically for plugins and core and making a backup. And every now and then, we would, we would be like, hey, you need a template for your custom post type? OK, we'll do that. It wasn't until like the the recent years where support started to mean we will update the content on your contact page. I, that that's when I left it. I didn't want to do support that way anymore. I didn't want to do maintenance by just updating everybody's tags inside of a inside of a page. I didn't want to do that. Anymore. Now, so we don't we don't touch any content. So content yeah. does not fall under maintenance for us. That's where we draw support the line. Support and well, well, maintenance are also different things, I think, well, and I would like to draw a line between them. Okay. No, no, no that, that's very fair, but I don't touch content either anymore because we had, you guys know, doing client work, a client will just copy and paste like whatever's on the Best Buy website and pass it off as their own. And then, and <laughs> What's then wrong with that? And then they'll turn around and be like, well, you put it on my site, you know what I mean? So like, that's why I've never touched content. Do they, do, so, they take, do they take that exact tone with you, Russ? Well, you put it on exactly. my site. You put it on my site. <laughs> I was just copying off of Best Buy. Guys, Best, we're Vegas, Best Buy's website. Vegas yeah. is a totally different world, guys. Just, it's just true. Enough. It's true. <laughs> no, but 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 that's why, like, when I talk about maintenance, I will never talk about content and stuff like that. It's strictly software updates and keeping it current. Yeah. You won't talk about it except to say that you won't do it. That's we are we are so the technology. Content is dead to you as we as we approach it. Yeah. Technology partners. Yeah, I think definitely though. Um, Adding new function, keeping something that was working, working as software around it and it's supporting software gets updated, I consider that to be maintenance, unless it requires a total code overhaul, in which case that's like basically like an upgrade or a, re a rebuild. But as far as basically you're like, here's the product or, you know, essentially, which is your soft, your site, whatever, and these functionalities and this, this realm, we will, we will keep updated and keep functional. All right, so my sink, that's my definition. My, my sink gets clogged at home, right? I, I pour Drano down it. You should it's stop brushing your hair into this. It's the temporarily sink. fixed, right? But that didn't really fix the problem. But right. I, I had a reason for this analogy. Hang on a second. <clears throat> okay. Plumbers. So, okay. So <laughs> difference is difference is DIY, right? So so and this is this is where the the, the lines get a little blurry. Is WordPress is do-it-yourself software. Right, we set up sites for our clients to maintain their own content. Unlike sinks, where where do you where do you draw that line? Right, so That's clients sink. can do a lot on their own, which means they can break stuff on their own. Right, Boy, can they? <laughs> where do where do where does that where when do you hire a pro? 
Well, and then does maintenance include plugins that they decided to install that broke something? Okay, is that so they—that's a great question. So the question is, the question is, client breaks something. They they did something that broke their site. Are you responsible? If no. you, I don't, I don't think here's, so. Here's my thing: if somebody is willing to pay you to fix something that you, they broke, why not be responsible for it? Well, no, I think we're talking about built-in, not extra payment, because anything that you talk about, you know, I think, right, are we talking more about maintenance contracts and things that you're, like, responsible to pay on a regular, or responsible to do on a, on a regular basis, as opposed to them coming to you separately and saying, oh, I broke this thing, can you fix it? Because that's not necessarily maintenance, that's fixing a problem, so that's troubleshooting. I, I, would, I, I would classify that as maintenance. Yeah. I, I would disagree with that. I think it depends on the contract, right? Yeah. Again, our contracts so, are written where we take care. We take care of it. Well, We're, yeah. Okay. So it totally depends on your contract. If you're just like we take care of it, and you give us, you know, two twenty-five thousand dollars a month, then you know, awesome. And you get new offices in Huntington. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> just that, as, a, as an odd example, I'm like pulling out of the sky. Um, <laughs> But if let's use a car as an example, rather than your weird. You don't like sink. you don't like kitchen sink. Kitchen sink. Kitchen sink. WP. I'm just gonna give a quick shout out to. Yeah, Adam. Adam, what, what? Uh, uh, no, so let's talk about car. a car, for example, okay. right? So maintenance on a car is oil changes, making sure it's gas, washing the thing, you know, keeping it clean, keeping it functioning. If something happens, like you get a thing in your tire, or you know, you run over a squirrel and it goes in your engine, or normal wear and tear. Someone, no, not normal wear. A squirrel in your engine is normal wear and tear. You're like, you know, depending every on what, day. depending on what part of the country you're in. Point being, does I don't think those types of incidences, or if someone hits your car accidentally, or you back into a thingy or whatever. Um, <laughs> not that those have all happened to me. Um, <laughs> but then you go to your car dude or whatever, your okay. car dudes, and you say. Um, fix this and it's not maintenance that doesn't not included under any maintenance contract or anything that's a separate job to fix the problem that you created not let's keep the car running well okay so i think i think we're running into like a, a nomenclature issue here I so like it. what yeah. we're calling i just like saying nomenclature what what we're, what, <laughs> we're we're call, what 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 within the confines of this office that we call maintenance air quotes is anything that is outside the scope of a scope of work for like phase one or phase two. Yeah, agreed. So anything outside of that we consider maintenance and is billed accordingly. So if I tried to change the oil in my car and completely screwed it up beyond all recognition and had it towed into somebody's garage, they're going to fix it and you bet I'm going to pay for it. Yeah. And it's so you would still consider that to be maintenance? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Even when, like, my engine almost completely died on me last winter. And it cost well, we're totally not dollars. pulling these examples from real life. Just kind <laughs> of what you're talking about. No, it's all right. Here's the deal, though. Wait, wait, wait. No, because, like, what? What, they, what, what they do is they say that bring it into us between this many mileage, and no matter what, we guarantee we'll fix it. But if you change the oil and you break it, you break the warranty, and now you have to pay for it. So oh. it, comes, it comes with the warranty. If you so. let... If if you let Honda mm, break it, warranties. Honda will fix it. Yeah. So okay, Russ, do you have warranties in your contracts? I do not know because I didn't build it. I didn't inst I installed it and I recommended it. But 
I'm not responsible for keeping the code base up if, if anything were to happen. What about your code? My code, yeah. My, my code, everything has, like, I have a, I will refund your money anytime you want, but you have to give me Right least, now. I want my money yeah, right now. <laughs> give it to me. No, no, no but, but it, it, it says you have to at least give me 30 days to try to figure out your problem because it's not like I can figure it you out. You have 30 days starting right now. Go. Figure <laughs> out Steve's problem. We've been trying for like three years. Starting <laughs> 29 days ago, you had no, no, but like, you know, because things go wrong and it takes time to debug. There's nothing that just says, oh, like, I can't just say you're on GoDaddy, that's your problem. Like, you're going to have to, like, check things out. So you've got to have some kind of length of time to say, please debug my site, let's figure out what's wrong and take it from there, you know. Well, that's, and that's, that's why hourly billing is a wonderful thing, bud. Yeah. Hourly billing. I, think, awesome. I think the difference that we're talking about here for me is the difference between support and maintenance. Because I think maintenance is just keeping things running. It's the oil changes. It's the it's the gas in the car. It's the washing the windshields. Anything else to me is outside of maintenance because it's not just maintaining it. Maintaining it to me just means it, this still works, this I, core thing. As opposed to let's add something or Sarah decided sure. to try to change her own oil or, you know, that's the equivalent of someone installing their own plugin and it all breaking everything. Like I think that that's extra on top of it because you're you're leaving the the little you but, know cocoon that you've created of what was there. Are you leaving money on the table and not giving your, your clients a level of service that you possibly could because of a nomenclature issue? No, I, I would say that you would have to charge for the extra stuff. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying the only thing. And this I'm not is, saying any of this think, is anything you give up for free. I think all of it is something you have to charge for. Absolutely. I think everything here, I think updating is is worth paying for. If the client doesn't want to do it themselves and whatever, I think they should pay for it, whether it's to their original developer or to a third-party service or whatever. One exception. Is yeah. worth, One exception. worth money. What's the exception, What's the Steve? Exception? If Bugs. you broke it? Bugs. I broke it. Yeah. What if I broke oh, it? If you break it, you got to fix it. Like, if the dev breaks it, the dev has to fix it. There's no way around that at all. Okay. It's, yeah, like but, when, but, it's like when a Twitter widget breaks, and they're like, hey, I, I'm not getting any tweets anymore. And you're like, well, that's because Twitter changes their API every, like, three minutes. Right. And you're like, well, i got to go and update the Twitter widget now, and i got to go make some changes to it. This is why you use third-party stuff, so that way you can blame it on the third party. Jay, Jason, I think, you're actually, I think you're off a little bit. Twitter changes their stuff every one minute. Oh, yes. sorry, sorry. Every one minute. My apologies. Well, but, and but, Google changes their stuff every 20 seconds. <laughs> or Monday. I, I, I think... I think the other exception is, is is how long have they been using WordPress? If they're brand new, you can't just say, "Hey, I hope you go install things and and hope they work." I think you have I, I think you have that grace period. But I think if they've been your client for ten years, yeah, you're kind of responsible on your own plugins I, and don't don't call me. I think that depends. <laughs> I think that depends on the situation. If they're brand that's new, what, that's what I'm saying. Wait, so the answer WordPress, to this question is it depends. What no, happens? Wait, I I'd, like to, address, I'd like to address. I'd like to address something that Russell just said. He said, don't yeah. call me about because they broke something. I would very much disagree with that. I would say, call me and then pay me, and I will fix whatever it is that you broke. Yeah. Fair enough, but... but you really no. trained Sarah well. What, yeah, what you're talking about... What Russ, Russ, what you're talking about is a training issue, right? So if you've got a new client, then you should be paid for that training time so that you could bring them up to speed. Yeah. And really... 
ultimately, that's a that's a that's a money savings for them in the future, right? So you're training I, them I, on how to not to break their own stuff. I, I think that's still maintenance because you're not maintaining you're not maintaining software, but you're maintaining your client, so they have the the knowledge. I, I think that falls underneath what we're going with. I. I think you're all right, and I think what it really. I think you're I think all right. You're, I think you're all right. I think you're all right. I think you're all right. But no, what I think it really comes down to is that what we're all saying is that this is something you have to have a plan for, whether it is your user or your developer. If you're a developer, you need to figure this out and put some sort of plan in here to cover these. Uh, scenarios, and if you're a user who's hiring a developer, you need to ask these questions and get that stuff defined so that when something does inevitably happen, you know where the responsibility lies. Both of you do, and everyone's clear how much it will cost to even just evaluate it, how much it will cost to fix things, how much the maintenance costs. These are these are real costs that are consistent costs that are always going to be there, and I think that but, it's important to acknowledge them. But, but how far do you go? I mean, like, do you label, hey, Gravity forms might break, and this might break, because then somebody's going to say, well, say, you told me WordPress is so easy to use, and now I'm looking at all this maintenance stuff, and it doesn't look so easy. So, that's like, a, uh, what and then I say, right, go talk to Squarespace about it, because no, that's, 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 that. that's managing expectations. Yeah. Okay. Let's, and and also, like, when... That's when a different I, episode. Yeah. I mean, as, as, as many of you know, and I think as I've discussed on the show before, I have a, I, I've worked with a lot of musicians. And a lot of musicians don't have a lot of money to throw around to hire a bunch of developers to stay on top of their site, uh, and they don't know how to maintain it themselves because they're busy, you know, being pillars of, of creative expression. However, <laughs> I have recently recommend, started recommending to several of them that they leave WordPress because they can't maintain it on their own. I know, me oh. too. It kills me. That's what I was saying at the at the, the the why I did my whole rant about themes is because I hate this, but in some cases, it's it's becoming a problem, and people have to go to places where the updates are just happening, and it's it's hurting my feelings. Matt, get on it. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I think this. Right I, now. I think we have our subject for next week. What? We have our topic for next week. So we can what? finally have Squarespace as a sponsor, is what you're saying. Where where WordPress <laughs> is going? I've been recommending it. It's sad. We're done. I don't want to talk about it. it makes me sad. Cry face. <laughs> On that um, note. On that note, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, so we'll, definitely, week, so. we'll definitely talk about this stuff next week. Make sure you go to our website, dpwatercooler.com, and click on the links there to subscribe. If you want to watch us on YouTube, like you probably are now, you can go and click on those links there. We also Some people listen to us because they be cray-cray. We also oh, opened up and started like... a new show called WP Blab, which is over on blab.im. We did? So we sure did. We didn't. Jason did. Big Jason difference. Did. Do you so have a mouse in your pocket? Scroll down a little bit. You can go take a look at that. Um, it's a, a show where we get four people and we talk about WordPress stuff um, and answer questions that people can, have. So can I be on? You can be on. Can I be, I be on? on? What the hell? I gotta make sure this stuff works first before I invite you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. Yeah. So All right. You heard it here first. Jason doesn't love hashtag, us anymore. Hashtag sobby face or whatever. <laughs> say hashtag cry face. Hashtag Jason doesn't love us anymore. Apparently, you guys don't look at my social media. All right, guys. I see saw you later. it. Bye bye. Right. Uh,